When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back podcast. to another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 125, our second episode of 2024. And uh, we're here. We've got a guest. I said it. I've been saying it for the last two years, and we finally are ready for an in-studio guest. Jeff is here. Round of applause, everybody. Jeff Crimson is here. What's up? What's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. You know, just chilling. Yep. You know, living, living the life, yep. living the dream. Yep. So um, here's the thing. This year for 2024, we are asking all of our guests to kick off the first 24 minutes of the podcast. Get it? 2024. First 2024 minutes of the podcast uh, with all of the reasons as to of what they love, admire, and uh, wish to see for our mother, Taylor Swift, this year. So if you could start off with what you like about her and why, and then we'll go from there. You have 24 minutes. Go. Damn. Put me on the spot. 24 minutes. <laughs> um, all right. Taylor Swift. Honestly, great woman. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm. Um, honestly, I, w- I want to see her, I guess, stay with this boyfriend. Because um, I, I kind of want to see what kind of music she puts out if she actually gets married. Because if all her music is related to her breakups and all her previous exes, I wanted to see what kind of music she puts out when she's actually happily married. Yes. Because by far, the two favorite Taylor Swift songs that I like is Shake It Off and Blank Space. Okay. And the only reason why I like Blank Space is because of the cover that the band I Prevail did. Okay. And by far, fun, amazing songs. Are both of those songs about breakups? I think Shake It Off is just probably just like a dance song. Yeah. Honestly. I I don't know which ones are and which ones aren't. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know the lore. I yeah. don't know the lore behind the songs. I know some of the songs. I can maybe name five. But I think. Uh, interesting. You said music while she's married. Because yes. I think the number one. The number one thing at the top of everyone's list for 2024 is that Taylor and Travis elope. They want to see them elope or actually get married. I think maybe for that reason, I've never, I have actually, I haven't heard anyone say that's why we want them to get married to see the music. But I think that's a great point. Like we've, cause all we've seen so far is what her team tells her is good for radio Yes, and the breakups. Yeah. Right. So like, Ooh, you're onto something. Yeah. And like, you know, everybody wants a happy, you know, happy marriage and everything you know and good for her right but i, I just want the music just give, give me the music i want to see what can she do if she's happily married mm. because i believe that music might be fire she's already selling out arenas worldwide and you know she's making a shit ton of money imagine how much more can, right. she can make right right and i mean even if she and i think what's that i think that number now i think like last week they said she was worth four bill Four billion. Dude. 
You know what I could do with $4 billion? Well, I, what anyone on this planet could do with $4 billion. But I think, um, so on the flip side of that, I mean, what do you, here's the thing. If it goes south in 2024, if, you know what I mean? Because they won last night, yeah. right? The Chiefs won last night. They've got one more step to go to the Super Bowl, right? They've if they win next week's game, if my I think I'm correct, I don't know anything about sports. I don't either, but I okay. I, I think they're they're going to play soon because there were talks about how it's going to be like a negative wind chill and everybody needs to cover up. And well, that was so so that was that was last night. Oh, okay, so that was last night. the The Steelers and I think the Steelers were also supposed to play yesterday, but it was like snowing in Buffalo to the point where like they didn't have enough people to get rid of the snow. So they canceled that, pushed it to Monday, and I'm pretty sure I think the Chiefs have one more game to secure their spot in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong and make fun of my voice in the comments, but if you, uh, I think that's it. So who knows? We'll see. If I'm curious, if the, he doesn't make it to the Super Bowl, will Taylor Swift stick around? Right? Or also, too, if that is the end all be all for the relationship, she's worth four billion. Yeah. She can go off and buy the Kansas City Chiefs. And now which I mean, what's the net ship him off to Canada? Like what are we doing with Kelsey? Get rid of him. He's fired. Honestly, I think that would be just like a huge power move. <laughs> right. Like if they break up, yeah, she buys the Kansas City Chiefs. Buy the Chiefs. And now she's, you know, his boss. Right. So and right. if she wants to, like, you know, you're gone. Ooh. So if Taylor becomes his boss, they break up, she buys the Chiefs, she's the boss. Yes. Does she keeps him around then to further twist the knife or does she immediately ruin his career and let him go and destroy his life? Honestly, if she wants to be petty, she would keep him around. If she keeps him around, that's more like right. animosity. Right. You got to see me yes. every day, bitch. You got to see me every day. You got to right. listen to what I, oh, I say. You're walking down the tunnels exactly. with your new girlfriend. Does she have a world tour? Is she worth a billion? Yeah. Guess what? You're on the bench. Next game, the whole game, you're on the bench. Yeah, and either way, it's going to be a win-win for her Ooh. because if she's happily married, you know, great for them. Music is going to be fire. Mm -hmm. If they break up, that music is going to even music be is gonna twice. Still be fire. Yes, it's going to be twice as fire, bro. And for this, also for the fact that you know, if they break up and she buys the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. which she should, she should, she should. Right. Either way, she should. Right. She can also tell, like, I guess the, the coaches, you know, don't don't start him. Leave him on the bench. And then for the rest of his career on the Chiefs, he could be a bench warmer. What if, oh, what if she does the ultimate chess move and has her team set up, like, three different offshore accounts and then purchases the Chiefs via an LLC, this company, umbrella company, this, that. Well, you know, whatever the Sam yeah. Bankman frees, whatever the million the billionaires do. Right, buy it through an offshore company, yeah, and then Kelsey has no idea. Kelsey has no idea. Bro. They're like, "Hey, we've got a new owner coming in. They're gonna be a private thing. Don't worry about it. It's changing a thing." But really, the puppet master behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz, is Taylor Swift, and like mm -hmm. Kelsey, like he, one season in, he's been benched like every thirteenth game. And like every, you know, every time like he wears the color red out in public, like he's on the bench or whatever, you know, whatever Taylor, little yeah. games Taylor decides to do. Smart chess moves. Dude, it's the ultimate fucking power move. <laughs> I, I really hope that I, I don't hope or, or pray on anybody's yeah, downfall. Sure. But 
yeah. on the off chance yeah. that this happens, yeah. that should be the, the way that you know she goes about it. And then she make, could even write a book about it, you know? Just Taylor. add up onto it, you know? I think she's above that. Is she? I think Taylor, I think she's above the book. Okay. The uh, book is more reserved for like the Britney Spears, right. the like the people who like like if Britney Spears went to a football game, yeah. Who what like well, is it TMZ is going to say something about it? Who's <laughs> who's going to report? You're right. You're right. But it, as soon as Taylor Swift shows up to the stadium, it's like, oh, is she? Whoa, where is she? You or know. Better yet, if they do break up, give it two albums, two albums of keep us know. guessing. Yes. Oh, so then she guarantees the next two albums mm -hmm. to completely dominate the music industry because all of us are waiting for the exactly. Kelsey response and she doesn't say a word about it. Exactly. And then the new album comes out, we all listen and we're like, she didn't say a fucking word. And then she comes out on Twitter and she's like, hey guys, it wasn't the right time for me. So maybe the next album, I'll talk about what happened between me and Travis. And then now, it blows up. right. So then now, not only are we anticipating the next album, yes. everyone goes back and re-listens to this album to figure out what the fuck she was talking about. Exactly. Because if she's not yeah. talking about that, what else are we singing about? Right. Is that the only artist we do that with? What other yeah. artists do we dissect the lyrics, the breakups, the behind it. Like, no other artist is known for, right? Yeah. Is there? I, I mean. I think Taylor Swift might might be the top person for that. In, I'm in sure. That I'm sure there's a song on Lizzo's album about, you know, like her, one of her exes or like yeah. why men great till they got to be great, of course. Maybe like one or two songs or even most artists probably just leave a line. But like, we're not waiting. Yeah. No one's waiting for the new J-Lo album to come out about, you know, Ben Affleck. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? We're not excited to hear about Ben Affleck's whatever. Dude, honestly, speaking of J-Lo, <laughs> I need J-Lo to drop another song or like drop an album and just start dissing A-Rod like the entire time. Because mm. I, I think that would be fun to hear. Does J-Lo diss A-Rod or does J-Lo diss Enrique Iglesias? Because have you seen him? Yes. Have you I, I have. seen the TikToks? Yes. And what happened? The, what the, happened? Apparently, he he could never sing right. live. <laughs> he, he's just a terrible singer. <laughs> We've had Enrique Iglesias since like 2009. Yes. And everyone's been like, "Baby, I like it." And like we're all like dancing and vibing, and like no one gives. How how have we not through social media? email, online, whatever. How have we not seen through this facade? It's taken us till 2023, 2024 to see the fact that he can't sing. And like, hey man, to double down on that, how do you not have 60 people in your circle? How do you not have 12 people mm -hmm. on your team telling you, hey, next week we should probably get one of those auto-tune microphones yeah. next time let's hey enrique let's just when we're hitting the high notes you know what i mean let's get one of those like let's get a reverb effect on it or something yeah you know what it like 
I, I who let him go out like that? That's my thing too. Like there has to be somebody in your. In there has your to group. be a rehearsal. Yeah, there, there has, has to be, to a, be rehearsal. a management team. There has to be a manager. There yes. has to be a best friend. There has to be a friend of the friend of the friend who's exactly. there just because. There has to be an Instagram yeah. guy. There has to be 19,000 people on that. Yeah. There's three celebrities. It's him, it's Pitbull, and Neo. Mr. 305. Like, yeah. You can't tell me like Mr. 305 did not hear that. No, don't. No, do not get me wrong. Every, literally every person on the planet who went to that concert said that like Pitbull was the best part. Oh, yeah. And like they saved Enrique for last. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And so interesting. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't get it. No, I don't I, get it. Out of all the people in on his crew, like there has to be somebody that should have pulled him aside and yeah. tell him like, yo, hey, man. yo hey. like let's uh maybe take a couple of vocal lessons or you know, let's uh let's just play a, a backtrack. A couple just, vocal lessons. A couple vocal lessons would have been something he did ten years ago. Like what a ten year it's been it's been eighty how long has Enrique hold on. How <laughs> long? Give me to Google. Can I do this? Here we go. Trying to do this other keyboard. How long has Enrique Iglesias been singing? Enrique Iglesias, uh, the Spanish mid nineties. It's like yeah. Ricky Martin, Ricky oh Martin era. Yeah, Ricky Martin era. And so, if you're telling me that Ricky Martin would come out in 2023 to do a concert like this, oh yeah, he'd be devastated. It's, I don't. I don't understand. Sad. Now, listen. I will say. Right, because of because of the negative TikTok virality mm-hmm. that scored Enrique a spot on the New Year's Eve NBC show, Ryan Seacrest. I don't even know whatever. I think Enrique was on the New Year's Eve show. That microphone had auto tune. <laughs> that performance was at least a sit a five and a half to six out of ten. Like you know, so. I, you know, it's 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 uh it's quite interesting to me. I feel bad for the people that actually paid that for the ticket. Oh. Yeah, for front row seats. I, what is it like? Twelve hundred dollars more than that, maybe. But we, it's concerts. It's not only it's it's half the it's half the artist and half the industry, and the other half is Ticketmaster. But like, it's insane to 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 and especially i can't imagine i know how much i paid to see post malone pretty close to front row but like in order to see pitbull and like you know three three heavy hitters maybe not a hitters maybe pitbull maybe is the top of the list but like you know it's like Enrique Iglesias. has he done a song yeah so it's um it's good. It's good. And I mean, so um, how long was that? That was only 14 minutes. So I need another 10 minutes on Taylor Swift. Um, you haven't really done. I'm joking. It's a, <laughs> no, listen, uh, but no, but what is 2024? We're here. It's the new year. Are you a resolutions guy? I or no, dude, or I, mean, I, I was like back in maybe sure. like 2016 or so. Okay. Like every time New Year's comes, like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, mm. and then halfway, not even halfway, probably like two months in, I'm like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. So like I, I've, I've gotten to the point where like, I just stopped doing New Year's res- resolution because yeah. the one thing that really set it off for me to stop doing mm. New Year's resolution 
was I believe in 2018 or 2019, yeah. I told myself, you know, I'm going to get my a planner. I'm going to get a planner. Yeah. I'm going to write down what I need to do, goals I need to hit. I'm going to get a whiteboard. I'm going to, you know, visualize all my goals. And two weeks in, I stopped using the whiteboard. And it made me realize I am not that person. I'm not that person to like write down, like, you know, use a planner. It's just going to be paperweight and it's going to be collecting dust. There's a few different, yeah, I think we've all gone through that. I think uh, last year I ordered like 30, uh, I watched a, I watched one YouTube video of a guy. It just popped up on my feed, random YouTuber, wasn't subscribed. And it was like, why this little mini composition notebook changed my life. And it was just a 10 minute video on how he purchased this little $2 mini composition notebook and mm -hmm. like every day or every thought or every idea or whatever, whatever, he would write it down. And then like the, he would remember it and then he would yeah. do it. And then like it would the next morning he would read what he wrote down the next day and figure out what changed or what's the same or whatever we're writing down this day. And it changed his life. And so then I went to Amazon and I bought a, little, I bought a box of 30 of them. And like I, I've opened up one and I wrote the date, March 31st, 2023, wrote everything down that day. And then in July, I opened up another one and I wrote down July, everything I did that day. Mm. And it just, the, the pattern continued and it was just like, I would forget about it. I would leave it somewhere. I might come back to it. I don't know. And it's just, it was one of those things that like, you say you're going to do and then mm. you never do. And then it, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I was in that boat as well. I'm, I'm working on, I would say this year for me, I would say, um, and this will be a great segue into it. I'm honing in and using my ADHD to my advantage. And I'm, I'm also using the tools at my disposal for it. Right. Because I know in 2023, I realized and I self-diagnosed the fact that like, I even asked Sandy, I said, mom, Hey, why didn't you ever, why didn't we go to the doctors? Why didn't we get medication? Whatever. And of course, you know, her excuses, and it's great to say this now because I don't talk to the man. She said, oh, what was your father? Oh, your father, yeah. your father, your father didn't want to take you to the doctors or get you medicated. Your father told you to go outside and play. So I knew, mom says, mom says, I knew the whole time in my heart, you're my son, I know you. I knew you need, I knew you had this whole thing. Well, now I'm 32. <laughs> and now dealing you're dealing with, with yeah. Right. And so- it's, so I realized last year that I have it. Can I control it? Sure, possibly with medication. I'm in the process of trying some, getting to the doctors, whatever, the right way to yeah. go about it. But also I'm using the tools at my disposal. Like, uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm using a little bit of AI. Like I literally the other day, I only did it once. And I'm probably going to do it a little bit more because I, I have to redefine my prompt a little bit. But I, I pretty much spent an hour and a half one morning, an hour and a half straight typing. And I said, this is what I do on a daily basis. These are the goals that I have to complete this week. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. I want 15 minutes of every day to just have chill time, TikTok time, phone time. I want five minutes a day to stretch. I want 10 minutes a day to email. And I want to do that three to four times a day. I want to do that. I literally wrote out everything and anything I could think of 
that had to do with my businesses, personal life. Here's my schedule at 4.30 on this day, this day, and this day I get my kid. At 12.30 on this day I get my kid. On this day, this week I have a meeting. I wrote out everything. I said, AI, make me a schedule. And it did. And it worked. It worked for a week. I didn't do it again, unfortunately, because I didn't <laughs> put the... I forgot to put the prompt in next Monday, but it worked. And I think with a little redefining and according to what I'm seeing in that realm, that world is it's only going to get easier because now we have things like, have you seen the rabbit R1? I have not. So, okay. So what are you, what's your, what's your experience, opinions, usage have, where are you at with AI? So, for AI, I've been using it as, you know, like you said, like a normal tool. Mm. I've used it to um, schedule or like plan D&D sessions because it's great for that. Mm. gives you references and stuff. Um, I, I use GPT for that. Mm. And for my own work for doing IT, I use the, the Microsoft Copilot. So anytime I, I run into an issue with um, like some sort of network issue or some weird thing that I can't figure out. I'll just start typing in answers into the co-pilot and it'll, you know, give me links. It'll give me videos, different things and try different suggestions and right. things of that nature. And it, it, AI is a really great tool. It's definitely needs a lot more work. Yeah. Um, you know, a little re- redefining here and there, but I can see the, the potential in the future um, for like how great this is going to be. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like the AI conversation is goes one of two ways is either what you just said yeah or oh my god it's gonna take over the world and humanity's gonna perish Mm -hmm. so i think that um that's great you're i think you're using it perfectly right because that's that's exactly what it's built to do it's it's everything that i think humans wished google would do Whereas every time we type in an exact question into Google, we don't get an answer. Yeah, you get searching through like multiple pages, right. different links and stuff like that. It's no, I mean, I, it's um, yeah, I think, and I've 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 talked I've talked about this with my sister and with with a bunch of different people, but I think it's once you learn how to prompt it, that's the key. You cannot just it's because I've had I've had clients. I've had friends, I've had, I've had professional people. They, you can't just go to chat GPT and write, write me a blog post about the new 2024 Audi R8. Yeah. Because it doesn't know anything about it. It doesn't know anything about the brand new Audi R8. It just came out two days ago. This thing isn't connected like we, it doesn't know up to date instantaneously information. It's just a language model. It mm-hmm. corrects your spelling and grammar and tells you exactly how to code things. And so if you're not coding, which, you know, you're in the IT realm of space of things. So that's perfect. Awesome. But on the flip side of things for the, the main people and just the normal average user, I think it's a situation where like, like people like some of my clients will go and just use it and ask for things and whatever it spits out, they'll copy and paste. I just saw a thing, the verge or all all the tech, all the tech blogs just did a thing. There's a subcategory of products 
most likely furniture on Amazon. Yeah. And the title of those products are, I'm sorry, I can't generate a new product name. Due to OpenAI's uh, policies, uh, uh, this is something that ChatGPT cannot provide for you. Because they used ChatGPT to create the prompt, and whether it was an automatic process or someone copy and pasted without actually reading, Mm -hmm. they just uploaded that product title, description, whatever, to Amazon. Yeah. And it's 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 so fascinating to me once you actually learn how to use it. I, I was saying this before we started the podcast, but I have one cl- one client of mine pays me hundreds of dollars a month, and he and I know he does because a he said it, and what he gives me I can tell because I've, I've been using it for two years. He uses ChatGPT, Claude AI, whatever tool he wants to use that day to generate the first draft of his articles, because I don't know what he does. He's in like cloud security, IT, like Azura, Microsoft, like words, kernels, (laughs) like uh, um, 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 server debt, cash debt, whatever the Mm. fuck, like a a world beyond AWS, like the nitty gritty of it all. And so I don't understand a word of it, but he pays me hundreds of dollars every month to write him blog posts for his website because he generates the basics. Yeah. He, he does whatever he needs to do to make sure it's okay. And he tells, you know, Claude or chat GPT to write me a blog post under this topic. And then he sends those to me. And because I know how to use it and mm. I know how to feed it and what to say and what to write and how to prompt my prompts. Yeah. I turn his already AI generated blog post into an even better already AI generated blog posts and now his website traffic and all of his social media is up 300% per last month. There you go. That's, that's one of the like great things about uh, AI. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I got to get into getting AI to, like you said, um, create like a schedule for me, be mm-hmm. able to just make my life so much easier Yeah, because with ADHD, like, so in a Hispanic household, and I'm pretty sure with like a, a lot of minorities, all that stuff does not exist. So anytime like I would struggle with school with either like mental or trying to focus or anything like that, it, it was because, you know, I, I wasn't trying hard enough right. or, you know, the Pedro Pascal like <laughs> clip, like you might me hold does not have ADHD. He just likes to jump. Right. Yeah. They're, they're right. always trying to find like, you know, excuses for things of that or just outright deny ADHD exists. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's almost some I've, I've, I've run into multiple and especially with, with my son's diagnosis, there, there's a subset of people on this planet and I'm not sure if I'm one of them yet or not. Honestly, I'm still kind of in the middle whether autism exists. So it's just that, I think that conversation comes up with every medical diagnosis and everything else going on. But because if you think about it, back in, you know, in the 90s, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even early 2000s, we had to rely on the doctors. Yeah. And whatever your doctor tells you, is it? Yeah. Like, two years ago, Meg's had COVID, and she went to the hospital, and you know what the doctor told her? Hey, you should probably just listen. I'm going to discharge you. We're going to send you home a few hours. Here's the situation. 
eat some saltine crackers, and drink some ginger ale. And that was the lead shift doctor probably just got done operating on someone's heart three hours ago telling the girl who has COVID-19 in the hospital that the solution to her problem and that, trust me, just because this is the solution doesn't really change anything. So we're still going to charge you 15 grand. You're going to get a bill. Don't worry about it. The solution is saltine crackers and ginger ale. The same thing your mother's been telling you since you, you've had a cough. Exactly. So, 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 so to, to assume that we relied on the doctors for that information would then assume that that's how that generation was. Now that our generation Who's, you know, if we went to the doctors, you and I as children, we had ADHD, you and I as children, but the doctor says, ah, I don't know, give him a few weeks, he'll probably just brush it off, tell him to go outside. Or, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. whatever the situation may be, just tell him to eat some crackers and drink some ginger ale, he'll be okay in the morning. Cool. And now we're undiagnosed and that's it. And so I, it's, it's, we've, I think, I think it's generational. I think so too. And just like you said, being having access to a lot of the information nowadays mm-hmm. definitely helps keep a lot of people informed. And I think also just the fact that it's become a lot more, I guess, normalized and acceptable. Right. 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 People can actually have, have these conversations and, yeah. you know, be able to look for, for answers when they have these questions and be able to get a proper diagnosis. And it wasn't until like I was in Florida where I was talking to multiple therapists where I was actually diagnosed at first with bipolar disorder and I was given like medications and I hated the way that I felt on those medications. Yeah. And it wasn't until I switched to a different therapist where he kind of understood where I was coming from. You know, he had a similar like background and he's done extensive studies into ADHD. And he told me like, Hey, bipolar and ADHD have a lot of common symptoms there's just very right. like small, right. like different. It's like 1% off. Yeah. So the fact, like literally the doctor told you you were bipolar or like rolled the dice that day. <laughs> and we're like, what am I going to tell this kid? Do I tell him he's bipolar or tell me he's going to teach you? And someone in the office said, eh, bipolar. Yeah. And that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, what? Yeah. Hey. It's, it's nuts, man. It's not, it's, well, I mean, and that's just like it's it's just the 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 mental health conversation and and the generational and I mean, uh, people were always talking about. I know this this <laughs> it isn't the best segue, but it's next on my list. I mean, like even Cat Williams talked about mental health, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just like, is that is that old news now? Is Cat Williams? I haven't had a yeah. cultural opinion in a while. I haven't had I. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to talk to Carlos. So what from from your side of the fence and uh, and your heritage, where how do we feel about how do we feel about Cat Williams targeting the entire community of entertainers? Honestly, like I I feel like there's a lot of things that he was saying was speaking the truth on. Yeah. Um, yeah. One in in regards is to Kanye West when yeah. when he was saying, you know, you tell somebody that he has a mental illness and then you start praising him. <laughs> and now he has this sort of God complex. We watch what he's going to yeah. do. Yeah. And you know, now he, you're calling him crazy because of what you, you know, kind of pushed him towards. Mm. So there, there's a lot of things that he was saying that really 
spoke truth on, especially I, I can't say much for like in terms of like the entertainment background because I'm not in that sort of industry. But we all had our like, you know, sneaking suspicions. Mm. But, you know, a lot of the stuff, <laughs> I guess, can come off as a bit bitter and angry. Right. Well, I mean, it's also it's just it's the same thing that like like I noticed. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, it's not the same. It might be the same. Okay, you tell me if it's the same thing. It's the same thing as Will Smith. It's like every time, every time someone comes out about Will Smith, whether it's him smacking somebody, him and Jada's marriage, him being gay, him doing this, him and his kids, him that. Every time someone comes out about Will Smith, whatever it is he's doing that day or mm -hmm. did that day that they're talking about in the past, we all fucking hop on it like flies on shit and it's viral and every podcast is talking about it. And this random guy on some random bitch podcast that literally just got sued for millions of dollars. Cause she said some shit about Kevin Hart. She wasn't supposed to says some shit about Will Smith. And it's like, Oh, but guess what? None of that is probably even true. And like, they're not suing and nothing's coming from it. And little buddy's not actually selling a book and we were all kind of lied to. And it was a podcast bit. Yeah. And it's like, we haven't heard anything since. And so now, like, are we, we're, it's when we, when we see these things happen with like, because, because that was, correct me if I'm wrong, but this brother bio guy or whoever coming out about Will Smith being gay and in the room having sex mm. and stuff, that was the last culturally related viral moment that we've seen from a black celebrity up until now. Yeah. Now we have Cat Williams and we have a whole new list of names to look at. And some of his claims are around the same topics and same type of stuff you don't want to be caught up in as a black man in Hollywood as the Will Smith story. So it's interesting that is, is that the only shock and all that we have left? Like, Oh, this guy who's been married for years, turns out he was gay. Is that it? Is that what's <laughs> left? Because, I mean, Cat Williams talking about Ludacris being in the Illuminati and Dave Chappelle, Martin Lawrence wearing dresses in movies. Like, okay, it's a stretch. But like, bitch, I mean, it's $50 million. If you got to put on a dress for 90 minutes because it's the role and the scene you got to mm. be in, that doesn't necessarily define you or your sexuality or your manhood or whatever the situation is. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. The only thing is like afterwards, like after that whole thing blew up, yes, there has been multiple videos of people digging and finding like receipts of what he was actually talking about. Yes. Uh, one in particular was the, I believe the interview that um, I forgot the guy's name that he was, he did the movie with Martin Lawrence for uh -huh. big mama's house. Mm -hmm that how afterwards he was kind of struggling to get roles because all they wanted him to, was to put it on a dress. And there's also a video that surfaced of the, I guess the battle of the comedians that Cat Williams did with Steve Harvey Listen, in Detroit. The Steve Harvey, Dude, that I, was hilarious. I, I think if, if I had to put my money on it, I would say that everything that Cat Williams said about Steve Harvey was either like 99 to 100% true because those are the receipts I saw. Yeah. Was him saying like, 
Steve stole the jokes mm -hmm. because I saw the whole gas bit. Yeah. Cat Williams talking about you can't even get gas and you got to have a whole conversation. Like, do I want to yeah. eat today or do I want gas today? And then like Steve Harvey coming out with the same thing three years later. Mm -hmm. And then like, now I've seen confusion about this and I need you to clarify if you know, maybe you don't. And if it's fine, it's fine. Because when he was taught, when Cat was talking about Steve Harvey, he was talking about his hair. Oh, the hairline. And he was yeah. talking about his haircut. And Steve Harvey claims that he paid $6,000 a week for this haircut from the barber. And when Cat Williams was talking about it, he referred to it as a man unit. And so now <laughs> I've seen multiple explanations. Mm -hmm. I've seen explanations that the man unit was the wig and that the barber didn't exist. And I've also seen that man unit's definition is the barber was the guy Steve was hooking up with on the side. And that's why he was paying him $6,000 for a haircut. Yeah. What, where do you know? I, don't... I, I can't say for sure either way. Sure, of course. There's it, a disclaimer. It's, it's don't worry. Yeah, There's yeah. a disclaimer in it's the description. We're not gonna, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely possible that he was paying $6,000 just to hook up with this dude. Cause there was, um, what was it? There was, an episode he did of the Steve Harvey show where he was talking about how he was paying his barbers so much amount of money so that he can, you know, open up his own place. So it, it could have been that way, you know, possibly, I don't know, maybe a little bit of blackmail, but right. who knows? Right. All I know is that the fact that he came out and said, you know, his hairline was like a wig, which with everything that he's been saying leading up to it, you know, being true. Because he was bald to begin yes, with. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it could be like what? Like an 80% chance that he was paying $6,000 just to hook up with some dude? I mean, right. in my opinion, that's just a little bit overpriced. But like, you know, to each their own. Jeff's like, listen, <laughs> if, if I had to hook up with a man every week, yeah, like, I wouldn't pay six. <laughs> yeah, dude. If I had that amount of money, I'm I'm not gonna be paying six k a week just to hook up with somebody. Like I'm gonna be frugal with my money. Like I don't know about you. Look, I got you half this week. I got you half this week, and if all you want to do is suck my dick, that's exactly. fine. But I got three G's for you, and that's it. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm not paying six k is way way too much. Like six k is a used car. Stop. We'll pause on that one. But listen, I think no. Listen, the, well, and that's, but then what else he said about um, the last bit on Steve, he said, um, he was like the, the dude who had the show before Steve. Uh, was it like Mark something? Mar uh, was it Martin? I don't know. Uh, it wasn't but he, Mark Curry or something he, like that. He had his own show. Yeah. He had the own sitcom. And then Steve Harvey went to set and was like, you know, oh, mm -hmm. what are you doing here? What's your character? What's the vibe? Whatever. And then six months later, Steve Harvey has his own show as the principal with the suit and tie and the family yeah. and the. It's <sighs> too it's too convenient to not like be a coincidence. Like I, I guess that's the the so phrase I'm looking for. The other the other issue is, and I think I said this in the last episode, is when you when you come with the truth. Yeah. And this is what this is what Kat's standing by. This is what everyone else is standing by. He's telling the truth. It it kind of becomes, excuse me, one of those things that is 
when you don't tell the truth, mm-hmm. right? It's like, are you telling all the truth or is this all a bit? Cause you can't come into the middle. Like, so the Kevin Hart stuff, yeah. right? Th- this has been a, this has been a Kevin Hart, Cat Williams battle for years. The Breakfast yeah. Club interview, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, like that was years ago. We've been talking about this for years. Mm-hmm. And I guess I saw a clip this morning that kind of said, and I guess in that process, I sort of adopted that opinion. Cat Williams' number one thing in that podcast interview was, Kevin Hart's a plant. He's a Hollywood plant. And it was from that from the beginning. How do you think he got soul playing in this show that no one knows about? No one knows about Kevin Hart's show, by the way. That was news to me. That definitely was news to me. Like, so thanks for that because now we should all go back and watch it. Apparently it flopped. Same reason soul playing (laughs) did. It's fine. But like, he claims that Kevin Hart is a plant. And like, what even? Hey, what is an industry plant? Like somewhat, like unless the only way that you can define an industry plant is if they are a CIA government federal agent. <laughs> like what else yeah. does that mean? Are you telling me that someone in Hollywood, because the definition of how Cat Williams would describe it mm-hmm. is that some big wig multi-billionaire, I don't know, maybe let's call them a movie studio. Yeah. Came to Kevin Hart. And said, listen, we're going to plant you in these movies. We're going to give you this money. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be big. And see, That's like, called acting. Exactly. That's what every actor does. Dude. So what is an industry? What, how, does, how is a, an actor or a TV show celebrity defined as a plant? Dude, and, and that's my thing too, because even it comes down also to like music artists, yeah. where they're accusing a lot of these new artists as right. in, industry plants because right. they have some right. sort of connection. And right. if if you have the connections, why not fucking use it? That's what you do. Yes, that's what you do. Like, bro, yeah. if, if I had the connections to be a, a fucking rapper or a reggaeton artist, <laughs> like I'm gonna fucking use it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's one of those things where I think it's easy. It. It's you know what it is. I, I it just clicked. It's what we do on podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Cat Williams did on a podcast what he was supposed to do on a podcast. Yeah, it's when the news comes out that says Kevin Hart got the new role on this movie. Great, that's the headline. And as a podcaster, you're supposed to argue that fact. You're supposed to do the opposite. You're supposed to agree with. The back end of it. Mm. Well, how do you think Kevin Hart got that movie? You think Weinstein was in the room? How do you think Kevin Hart got to where he was? And mm-hmm. then you just start speculating and doing all this stuff. And, oh, well, if some, he was on the East Coast in Philadelphia. How was he over here getting Los Angeles Hollywood deals? Yeah. At the same- so... It's it's unfortunate because I think that interview is filled with fifty percent truth and fifty percent non. Yeah, and it doesn't. Um, and here's the other thing: he just they just dropped a new episode uh, of a different podcast with Cat Williams like yesterday. Oh shit! It's doing like ten percent of the numbers. 
And the title of it is like, Cat Williams clears everything up after breaking the internet. Yeah. And I watched it for maybe five minutes. And it wasn't as interesting. No one gives a shit. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. Because we already know. Mm -hmm. And what more is he going to say about Martin Lawrence, Dave Chappelle, Will Smith, Michael Blackson, all the people he named? I, what more is he going to say? Even with that whole Michael Blackson thing <laughs> that threw me for, uh, I was laughing my ass off because I seen the clip of him on Wildin' Out yeah. where Michael Blackson comes up and you could tell that there is some sort of tension between yes. the two. And he said, oh yeah, Raul's a terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, you know, but, but here's, here's, here's what I'll say. I think, I think Kevin Hart's response was best. Now, were any of the responses to what Cat Williams said good? No. Ice Cube, Cedric, everybody came out and was like, well, what Cat said was, here's what happened. Yeah. And you know what? On top of that, what he said happened, it was 15, 20 years ago. Other people, mm -hmm. the opinions, the reasons, where they were then. Chris Tucker smoking weed in the first Friday and not wanting to be in the second one and getting replaced with Mike Epps because of Christianity, like the whole thing. And now Chris Tucker's on Epstein's jet, like a whole Chris, like we've got to bring yeah. in Epstein into it because there's got to be a white man somewhere. <laughs> you know, it's just like there, it doesn't, yeah. it's there's oh God, it's so much. It's so much. And that's what I think is the move. And mm. we've seen it. We've seen it from him. We've seen it from Kanye. We've seen it from every celeb. They th we throw everything at the wall, Just and what sticks. and we go get some lunch and whatever's left up on the wall. Oh, anti-Semitism. Okay, uh, all right. Let's say so. Let's go to Chat GPT and whip up something about the Jew. Like you know, it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, it really doesn't. It I'm, really doesn't. A, a little sidetrack here. Yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, Jewish people, did you see the clips of the people. the 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 tunnels underneath the the, I don't know. the building? Listen, no, no, no. Here's the other thing I don't understand: the Jew. All I've been hearing about for the last two weeks is the Jew tunnels in New York. Okay, <laughs> and the only thing I've heard every pod, every news outlet, every podcaster, I've heard a different reason for why there were tunnels. Yeah, I heard that. The synagogue split two ways and the people who won were on the surface and the people who didn't were in the tunnels. I heard it was a place to like keep their wives while they were on their periods. I heard it was a trafficking thing. I, I've heard so many reasons for these Jews to have tunnels under New York City. And the guy on Twitter... Yes. The guy, the, the on, guy on Twitter. Twitter. Like, that's Dude, all anyone can that, talk about. That is, like, by far my favorite, like, thing <laughs> about this like, whole situation. It's the fact that this dude, like, a couple months ago was... Three months ago. Yeah, three months ago was talking that he was hearing Yiddish underneath his, his apartment building that did not have a listen, basement, and nobody believed him. Listen, guys, hear me out. I'm on the ground floor. I'm paying <laughs> $450 a month for this New York City apartment. You can only imagine how bad it is. Yeah. I don't have a basement. There's no basement. I swear to God. It sounds like a bunch of Jews <laughs> down there and I can't. And like, he can't tell anybody because he's fucking yeah. like people will be like, Oh, 
Like, do you, yeah. are you praising Hitler in your spare time? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And like now, all of a sudden, like, it's like he's proven right. <laughs> I, I think he's just like he, he wants his rent paid for and yeah. shit. Like, it's. <laughs> I think my favorite clip. I don't know. I, I, I think I've seen. Someone. I even saw. I even saw a clip of a of a cement truck. I don't yeah. know if that was real. I seen the clip of the truck. I seen the clip of of somebody coming out of a like a grate that was connected to one of the. That tunnels. was. I think that was real. I yeah. think that one might have been real. And I, I, the video that I seen had a voiceover, somebody calling him like a, a ninja turtle. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> the ninja turtle just converted. I mean, well, no, okay, well, if we're, if we're talking about that, that's like one of my biggest gripes. I've never been a Ninja Turtles fan. No? No. Wow. Justin is. Yeah. I'm sure you are based on that response. But <laughs> I, I, I know like it's Donatello, Michelangelo, Rafi, Ralphie? Yeah, Raph, Raph, Raphael. Raphael. Mm-hmm. And who's the other one? Uh, Don Donatello. Yeah, is that the one I missed? They're all based off like re- Renaissance artists. So Donatello, Michelangelo, Leonardo. Raphael. The only thing I know about the Ninja Turtles is that every year a new, different, and worse version of animation comes yes. out via a movie. Yeah, I I haven't seen the the latest movie. I don't know, but yeah, my my biggest gripe for the Ninja Turtles always has been the fact that these dudes live in New York City, Brooklyn, by the way. <laughs> But they sound like they come straight out of California. Like they don't have a straight up New York accent. Like these dudes sound like they just came off the beach out of a like, was it some some beach in California? Like right, the, right. the Muscle Beach, Venice, Venice Beach, Venice Beach. Yes, the pier, the whole thing. Yeah, but none of these guys sound like they're straight from New York after like you know being <laughs> living there for their entire lives. Like that is my only like I love the Ninja Turtles because right, you're you're from you're from Brooklyn, Bronx, Bronx. Yes, yeah. that's right. So. Okay. I love the Ninja Turtles. I love, you know, everything they do. Right. But that is my only biggest gripe. Like, how you have, uh, what was it, like, Mikey sounding like a straight skater surfer dude when he's living in, in Brooklyn. Okay. Are we are we talking about the, the Megan Fox versions? Is yes. that the one where they're, like, humanoid kind yeah. of, but not... And like, even in the cartoons, The, the most too. realistic. The real, yeah. the real, the, the live action version yeah. with Megan Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that got like what two move one or two. Well, I, mean, I think it has a sequel. I don't even know if it had a sequel. The, the one, the one I watched, they were like watching the Knicks game from the yeah. jumbotron or whatever, and then they dropped something. They're like, we can never. But <laughs> Megan and Megan Fox was chasing somebody for them secretly or whatever. I don't know. It was horrendous. Yeah. And like, it's just. If if we're gonna do the live action, give me like the Ninja Turtles with like the Power Rangers from space or something. Dude, crazy. That is like by far my favorite one too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I bro, listen, I've been I've been on a Power Rangers train. Like because listen, I don't know if you've realized this, but like the last the last week, the last week, I haven't found a single thing to watch on streaming. <laughs> Netflix is dry, yeah. Paramount Plus is dry, Amazon's dry, like the streaming services are, mm-hmm. if you don't have them all, I don't have them all. No one has them all. Yeah, honestly, at this point, might as well just go on the open seas of, right, uh, right, yeah, right, you know. Right, right, exactly. And it's just like, it, there's no, it's and it's like, I haven't found a single thing to watch. So I find myself 
just getting astronomically high and like smoking <laughs> unlimited amounts of yeah. weed and watching 90s Power Rangers episodes, mainly the ones that have one to two to three episode arcs like Green Ranger, White Ranger, you know, yeah. all the ninja and the ninja. But it's just like, that's it. That's yeah. all there is to watch anymore. And it's like 90s nostalgia. Mm -hmm. We're yeah. in. We're in it. Dude, speaking of Power Rangers, like, I, I love the fact that the Green Ranger was such a badass that he pulled up to the goddamn Megazord and just beat everybody's ass and kicked them out. Like, yeah. that clip is by far my favorite, like, part of the entire Mighty Morphin Power there's, Rangers. There's a YouTuber, uh, Monty, the Montyverse. Uh, mm -hmm. YouTube that name uh, if you have time. And he's going through all of the, they're doing like an episode by episode yeah. podcast. Maybe it's, a, it's a YouTube channel, whatever. So they're doing an episode of, of episode weekly with uh, I think him and his girlfriend or fiance or whatever. And they're reviewing all of the old Mighty Morphin episodes. I think they're on like season two right now. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's just, it's fantastic to like see them talk about it in 2024 and 2023, like just to, in modern day, it's it's one of those things that like what what other what other nineties nostalgia is still in your life now? Because the boy downstairs mm -hmm. every day, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Now I'll give you this, and I saw it on Twitter, and after watching literally every episode, literally, yeah, more than once in the last month or two, season four of SpongeBob the epitome of it. And after season seven, because there's, I think 12 total after season seven, it just goes kill yourself, though. kill yourself. <laughs> hey, kill yourself. It's not good. It's horrendous. It's clearly just there for the virality of whatever they thought the internet of the time was. And it, yeah. we cannot get through them. The comedy's bad. The animation's bad. The, 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 the talking points are bad. The topics are bad. The episode starts off one way and ends on from A to Z. It's completely different. We've tried so many times to go past season seven. We give an eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. We give them all a shot. They're horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. Yeah. The only, I guess, 90s cartoons that like I still watch yeah. nowadays is either like Animaniacs. Mm. Um, I'll watch a couple episodes of Fairly Odd Parents if I'm like, can't sleep in the middle of the night. Ooh, fairly obvious. That's good. So good. Um, yep. Besides that, I mean, I've been watching a lot of, uh, um, I don't, I doubt that you're going to be familiar with this. Um, there's a show called Common Writer where it's, it's basically. I was ready to like get up and walk <laughs> off because you just disrespected me for not knowing what it was, but I don't know what it is. It's it's basically a weird version of like Power Rangers that came out in Japan. Oh, and okay. They always have like the over the top transformations, but they actually. Do you remember a show called Big Bad Beetleboards? I was gonna say the Beatles. Yes, the Beetle, the Beetle show in Japan that was the Power Rangers. Yes, it's, it's basically that. Okay, so a yeah. third Japan Power Rangers variation. Yeah, but yeah. that has been like super big in Japan that it's still going on to this okay. day. There's like a new movie that came out Bro. on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll watch that every once in a while. Are you gonna hate me when I inevitably go to Japan on vacation because like Japan is at the top of my list? So. 
we we have we have a beach list and we have a non beach list and mm-hmm. every time the beach wins because Meg's yeah. I, I, eventually I'll move her to the beach like in the next <laughs> few years we'll live probably yeah. in South Carolina or something but the non beach list vacation for me Japan is just like up there I want to go to the um what's it called the thrift stores uh what's it called I was just on a binge on YouTube. Hold on. Hard, hard off. Hard off. Japan. Yeah. There's hard off. There's soft off. And it's their thrift store. So hard is short for hardware, yeah. software. And bro, you can go there, get a PlayStation 1, oh, okay. mint condition, yeah. Nintendo 64, Mario. It's all the Japanese versions. Yeah. Who gives a shit? But a lot of that like, stuff, you can't find it here in the U.S. For like, you can get a brand new Nintendo 64 over there wrapped in plastic, pristine condition, 40 bucks. Yeah. PS1, 40 bucks. A copy of uh, of uh, of um, Pokemon Gold and Silver, the original Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. Over there, $5. Here, 120 at GameStop. Yeah, like insane. I'm literally, it is on my bucket list to go to Japan and spend... $800, literally only, yeah. only, only $800 and coming back with every fucking retro. I want a GameCube. I want the fucking, I want every copy of Pokemon in Japanese version. It, it, it's, it's one of my, it's, it's a goal. Yeah. It's on my bucket list too. I just don't know when I'm be able to go. Um, the thing is I, I want to go, but I want to take my cousin with me. Okay. Um, since he knows, uh, I don't, I don't know if you uh, listen to a lot of like heavy metal, um at all no not at all but he's okay here's the thing if we're doing like a word game and you're like give me the first word that pops into your head when i say this and you say heavy metal i say metallica okay Ah! yeah (laughs) it works cringe right cringe because i know for a fact that it's like trust me i'm obsessed and i know every single episode of viva la band with bam margera from start to finish i used to love that show and so when and fucking when ape goes oh yeah i like metal and she's like i love metallica and he goes (laughs) no i'm talking metal like yeah like trust i get it but like (laughs) i i won't it's just noise to me so i don't listen to it my my rock extent i'll tell you what i listen to one and this is what i consider rock i listen to one album it's on repeat i listen to it every day it's how i focus i listen to godsmack the original, okay. the fir- their first album, which is self-titled Godsmack, so Godsmack by Godsmack. The first five songs of that album mm-hmm. are all related, and they just flow so well, and they are so relatable. It's like get up, get away from me, like yeah, get back, like I can't, like you're giving me, you. It's just, <laughs> and it just makes me feel like mm-hmm. I'm me, I'm alone, and that that first album just resonates. I'm sorry, but metal. Go ahead. No. That's actually a really good album, by the way. Yeah. Um, no, my cousin is actually, um, he met and is good friends with the new vocalist for the band called Crystal Lake, okay. which is really big in Japan. Okay. And he's currently living in Japan, you know, touring <laughs> right. and, you know, living his dream. So Same. I want to go to Japan because I want to take him so he can, you know, yeah. meet up with his friend again because it's been a while. Uh-huh. And just go, you know, exploring. Uh, I want to go to Shibuya. So, you know, JJK fans, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, yep. Go to Shibuya. I yep. want to go to, yep. you know, Kyoto. I just want to ex- explore and travel. It's, 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 yes. And I think it's one of those things that it's unfortunate that that's first the explore and travel experience yeah. because like it's living there. 
because yeah. have I'm sure, I'm sure, hopefully, have you been down like the YouTube rabbit hole of like watching the vlogs and the Americans yeah. living there and like mm. dudes building an iPhone 15 from parts that he gets from little Japanese markets and shit. Yep. And it's just like, I mean, I know, I know, listen, what's about to come out of my mouth is the most American whitest tourist thing ever. Mm -hmm. But there's just nothing more that I want to experience than going to Japan and going to one of those restaurants where the sushi goes by on a conveyor belt. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. And then I just yeah. get to take the sushi off and that's what I get. And like, I, I don't know. And apparently like Seven Eleven over there. It's like Yo. a gourmet fucking restaurant. Oh, real. Like, like Meg's number one goal. <laughs> she said, literally, babe, the re I want to go to Japan with you for 7-Eleven. She wants to go to 7-Eleven. That's, that's totally fair. Little sponge cake, little whatever the fucking yeah. thing they have over there. Like it's, it, it, I don't know. Dude, 7-Eleven over there and any Asian country, by the way, yeah. is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> like I, I'm so jealous of their 7-Eleven because, yeah. you know, you go to 7-Eleven here you just got Slurpees and maybe yep. like whatever's right. on right. like the rollers that's been there for like two days. Can you believe, listen, hey, what fucking audacity, what big ass balls do you think 7-Eleven has being on DoorDash? Why can I DoorDash? <laughs> Why can I get on DoorDash right now and get a pizza delivered to my house from 7-Eleven in America? Yeah. In any other country, I'd be like, oh, let's do it. Let's try it. It yeah. can't be worse than Little Caesar. Like, it's got to be good, right? <laughs> but here, yeah. who in their right mind has ever door dashed 7-Eleven? Yeah, honestly, sometimes you just be wanting a Slurpee, and, you know, it's like. Stop. Close no, to like you, two. <laughs> like you close say to two that <laughs> like you've door dashed a Slurpee to your house at two in the morning. Yes, because I didn't want to drive. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I didn't pay for it. Okay. All right. <laughs> we know how you paid for it. Yeah. No, but um, no, I think it's it's crazy how like how company cultures and even yeah. bit or not company, I'm sorry, country cultures and businesses can just like differentiate from not even country to country, but like state to state, society to society. Because now here we are in 2024 in Pennsylvania. And the epitome of our state and what we do on a yearly basis. And the only thing anyone's going to be talking about is the mullet competition at the York fair. I see like, that. Like this is new. I'm assuming because I've never heard of this. And if I'm telling you, if there was a mullet competition at the 2023 York fair, it would be remotely close to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we would know about it. Like, what are we <laughs> talking about? Like what a, like how do we how do we go from <sighs> PA Farm Show Mullet Contest meet this year's champions and see the best in the best and grow? We're not doing the best in show, the best and grow. Man, does this make you want to <laughs> move back to Florida? Honestly, not really, because the fact that you know mullets are everywhere in Florida because. It's Florida. Yeah. And this, this is something that I expect out of PA. I ain't, I'm, I'm not going to lie. This yeah. is, yeah. This is yeah. definitely something, some Harrisburg, you know, farm show complex yeah. type yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't think, I don't think this has ever happened. I mean, so what's this? 
Over 100 contestants and dozens of eager ongoers crowded in the main hall stage area of the farm show with Pennsylvania's preferred mullet contest. Mm. The event was held in the morning of January 8th. Over 60 people in the under 18 category. God 60 damn. people in the under 18 category alone. Yeah. And more than two dozen. So only about 24 in the over 18. Well, okay. So what is it? What is it about teenagers and mullets? I I don't know. I, I still don't understand the why mullets are so popular even back then. Have you but, ever seen like a black or Puerto Rican person with a mullet? Is it is it common in the Puerto Rican? Yes, it's very common in the Puerto Rican. Is like, it? Yes. Oh, the, I was expecting the, that answer to be no, completely no, no. No, 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 dude. <laughs> like in the Puerto Rican like scene? Yeah. The thing is they call it rat tails. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that okay, I know what a rat tail. You call it a rat tail. Yeah. So we're defining a rat tail as a mullet. But the thing is, like... Because I thought a rat tail was just, like, a thin piece, not the whole fucking flock of... Yeah, no, like, you're right. Okay. Rat tails would normally be Break just, a, like, a, a little, you know, piece of the hair that's mm-hmm. long in the back. But a lot of people would just get lazy or just keep the entire thing and just create a mullet. And uh-huh. I've seen also, because my girlfriend's me- Mexican. Sure. I've seen a lot of Mexicans, like, rock mullets, too. Okay, this is good. And it's... I'm, I was surprised, like, how common it is in, like, the Hispanic community. And I have not seen Dominicans do it. I, no. I, I will say no. I have not seen a Dominican rock a I'm well-versed in the Dominican Republic area, <laughs> and I'm I, I'm proud to say in, like, the 25 times I've been there, is I've yeah. never seen, I don't think I've ever seen a Dominican. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a Dominican with more than just, like, a buzz cut, really, yeah. even. I don't, I don't know. What other Dominican hairstyles there are, let alone a like mullet. Buzz cut. Next time I go, yeah. I'm going to ask somebody there I know if they've ever seen, <laughs> if any of their people have had a mullet. Yeah. A Dominican Republic mullet. That's hilarious. That's that quite would, hilarious to think about. That would be hilarious. I know yeah. that they, they're still big in their fashion, so yeah, you're going yeah, yeah. to see like Dominican sure, like, guys sure, with sure. tight-ass pants, tight-ass mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah, no, that's, for, that's yeah. a given. That's a given. But the hair, though, the hair, interesting. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see that now. I'm not going to lie. I guess, I guess it's just, oh man, the mullet. Who do you think won this competition, though? Oh, I'll tell you who won. It's uh, like some little five-year-old kid. The, this kid right here. This guy right here. I, I feel like they, they just gave it to him. because No, like, 100%. Yeah. That's the issue. <laughs> but, That's the issue. That's the fucking problem of Pennsylvania yeah. is that we let this little kid. Let me see. I'm excited the mullet is back. Brittany said we do a lot of mullets at our salon. Oh, wait. Neil Finkelbinder, two years old of Duncanon, held by mom. Amber was the winner of the 18 and under category. Yeah. Yeah. And she said in there, she said we didn't expect to win. We just went out on a whim. Yeah. They didn't care. So the little boy, I mean, that's it. That's the thing, too. How pissed, how pissed would you be at 16 years old? 16 years old, you're a teenager, you're just coming into life, you know who you are, and you know you're the mullet guy. Yeah. And then you come in and this little fucking brat whose parents, literally, he only, this kid, listen, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not shitting on the kid, but this kid only won the competition and has a mullet because his millennial mother doesn't know how to give him a fucking haircut and they didn't have $20 to go to fucking the place to get great clips. They didn't have $20 to go to sports clips to get his haircut. 
And that's the only reason he has a mullet because we literally did the same thing to Ollie. Like when he was two. Yeah. We were like, I don't fucking, we're not going to take him in. We're just cut his hair quick. And whatever we get, we get. And this is what they got. <laughs> and now all of a sudden they're fucking, they won the mullet contest and they stole it. Yeah. From a that, 17 that was year a stolen, old. Stolen election. <laughs> Honestly, if I was like a, one of the, the contestants there. Yeah. I would be pissed and I will pull a Matt Rife and start beefing with this kid. Yo, yo, that's it. That's the move. That's the move. You see this little child, this little fucking, you know, his mom, his mom just probably wants an extra 10,000 followers on Instagram. That's why she signed him up for the goddamn competition. Yes. Yeah. I would start beefing with this kid, beefing with his whole family. Let's my, like that is my rival for the rest of my life. Let's Matt Rife the shit out of this kid. Exactly. And you know what else? Matt Rife never apologized. I don't yeah, think. I don't think so. I don't think care. he did. Yeah. He didn't give a shit. Unless a he posted another comment, link. A deleted comment. Yeah. Whatever. A link. Yeah. No. That you're absolutely right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I would. I would. I'd Matt Rife the shit out of this kid. The mullet content. Is it the most Pennsylvania thing? Should another state, tell me right now, should another state have a mullet competition or is it a Pennsylvania only? Like where are we? Honestly. Alabama? But then Alabama's close to Florida, yeah. so that's why, I mean. Uh, I mean, like, upper Florida would still probably benefit off of that. Like, a mullet competition does feel like a southern Now, let's thing. be honest. How many, how many mullet competitions did Florida and Alabama have last year alone? Let alone just one at right. the state fair. Mm-hmm. Just across the board. Anyone who's throwing, let's be honest, anyone who's throwing an event in Alabama slash the Florida area it's like, oh, we're having a, we should probably have a mullet competition. And it's just included <laughs> yeah. in the planning of their, of their event. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I, it's, it feels like a, a very like huge Southern thing to be able to, you know, have a competition like this. Mm. Like otherwise South just has like lifted trucks and what barbecue. I will say I've had some really mean ass barbecue in the parking lot of a fucking circle K in Florida. Yeah. Dude. Fucking top notch, but I've heard I, I well that's what I've I've heard like Texas, like Texas has nothing, like te- like if you're moving to Texas you must be okay with eating the best barbecue of your entire life because other than that it's just heat nonsense nothing yeah. guns it's just like no taxes fine but like other than that there's nothing really there except for barbecue. Yeah, I mean Florida doesn't really have much taxes. <laughs> I mean, eh, supposedly, but you know they they fuck you everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, have you been following Gypsy Rose at all? Do you know who she is? Yeah, that's the the one chick that got out of prison and suddenly blew up because of what she did something to her mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh no no, no. not something. She's murder. Yeah. Straight, Straight up, up murder. Murder. So, yeah, so Gypsy, uh, she just got out of jail. Yeah. She was convicted for aiding and abetting. She didn't actually commit the murder. Her boyfriend at the time was the one. Mm-hmm. Now, why he committed said murder, she told him to. Okay, that's why she went to jail. Yeah. Now, mom, on the other hand, Mom was a bit of a bitch. She was like, she, Munchal syndrome. She told Gypsy she was sick. Some white people do, right? You don't hear much about it <laughs> yeah. in the culture community. It's just, 
a lot of white people do this shit. They tell their daughters they're sick. They need medicine. You need a wheelchair. You can't walk. None of this stuff is true. Mm-hmm. But the only reason she does it is for attention, make a wish foundation. I think they got their house remodeled. Yeah. Like a whole, like every reality show, like my daughter, make a wish, come help me, give me money, go fund me. And so naturally with all that doctors, the medicine, the wheelchair, like it makes her even sicker. Yeah. Like she's a human, perfectly healthy girl. Gypsy is, she's healthy. She's good. But her mom telling her she's sick makes it even worse. Yeah. And so 19 realizes it. Holy shit. What's my way out? Let me run away. That didn't work. She called the cops. That didn't work because the cops just convinced her. They convinced them. They're like, oh, she's a teenager. She's She's got this suffering. Look at all these medical records. Look at all mm-hmm. these. This is the proof. So they couldn't do anything. And like, honestly, her only way out. And after we think about it, uh, you know. You might have different opinions, but I think the majority of white people assume that this was it and this was the only way out. And I know that for a fact because she wouldn't be famous. She wouldn't be popular. She wouldn't be viral on TikTok. She wouldn't have millions of Instagram followers if she didn't have the backing of white people. And it's, it's unfortunate because... Half of us, unfortunately, there's a lot of us. Half of us are on Team Gypsy, and the other half of us are like, hey, it's getting a little weird. Yeah. Is it getting a little weird? I, me personally, I find this whole situation weird. I understand. She was convicted of murder. And she got out super early. It was a 10-year sentence. She got out after eight years. So, I mean, eh, early in the aspect of murder, but when she didn't actually commit the crime, she's an innocent little white girl after what her parents put Mm -hmm. her through, eight years. Ah, I don't know. Is that the sentence you should The issue is now it's a little weird. Yeah. Weird. Go, go, go. I was going to say that it's, it's weird to me that she blew up just because of like the whole situation and getting out yeah. when, you know, there's been multiple or other similar scenarios where someone, you know, unfortunately got assaulted Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. murdered their, the person that did it Mm -hmm. and they got convicted of of murder as well, but they're still locked up. So I'm, I, I guess it's because of the, like the stuff that she went through and right. With her mom, right. that you know everybody's, I guess, uh, uplifting her and blowing her up. I, I I don't know. I just find it so weird. It's it's weird that somebody is is getting famous off of a, a terrible situation that happened. Like I, you know, I'm happy that she's out. She's living her life. I I me personally, I don't think I would want that type of attention after everything that I've gone through. Here's why. I think. He, you're right, right? You wouldn't want that. Yeah. If if that was your situation, you'd probably just want to be like, let me take a breath. Let's put a wall up. Give me a few years. Yeah. Then I'll come back. I'll do an Oprah interview, whatever, maybe. But I think here's the issue, and this is what a lot of people don't know. This whole thing happened. So now here we are eight years ago, mm-hmm. back in 2015, 2016. Yeah. When it happened and she was 
in jail, convicted, in jail, in her prison getup. Lifetime was already there with the cameras for the documentary. She has a book deal. Like Lifetime was there when she got out. Lifetime was there with the cameras when she went and bought her first pair of shoes a week ago. Like she's had cameras on her before, before she even got out. Yeah. And so now for the first two weeks, we were all cheering. We were like, yes, gypsy bitch. Yes. Like fuck the ex-boyfriend. He did all the murdering. Let him rot in jail. We're not even going to talk about it. You're happy now. You have your new husband. Which is another weird thing, by the way. Yeah, that is so weird. They met in prison, and like basically, he won the lottery in the sense of like, she says in the interviews and all the videos, like, oh, I had like 250 people from different countries writing me letters saying they love me and all this stuff. But Ryan, you know, Ryan was from, he was from, he was from my hometown and I just thought we'd have so much to connect on and get in common with and be in touch with. And so, and then like, cool. And then like the, the, the documentary of on Lifetime, it's out now. It's like, yeah, out, like it was out a year ago. Like it follows him like, oh, today's my wedding day. It's a little inconvenient, you know, having to go to the prison. Gypsy's going to be in khakis and I can't do much. I'm going to go get some cupcakes to make her feel special on our wedding day. And it's just, hey, how pissed do you think Stephen Avery is for making a murderer at the fact that he didn't murder anybody? Yeah. He's out here claiming (laughs) I didn't do shit. (laughs) <laughs> but, like, they've got his ass in jail yeah. in a Netflix documentary, whereas this bitch was like, yeah, I did it. I did it. And now she's just out parading around town with a fucking, you've got Joy Behart on the fucking view. You've got the fucking view. Joy Behart telling her, like, oh, she's talking about her story, and she's like, well, I kind of went about it the wrong way, mm-hmm. as in, like, murdering my mother. Right. Yeah. And Joy Behart's like, no, no, that was, that was okay. Right. And everyone on the panel is like, joy. Hello. She means murder joy. And Joe's like, Oh, that part. Well, yeah, I guess that part wasn't okay. But joy, joy's like, like wink, wink, (laughs) murder a bitch again. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that we're parading her around the whole country on a thing. It's, it's one of those, it's a weird thing, you know, people are glorif- not glorifying, but like, mm-hmm. you know, bringing so much attention to. Yeah. I will say that if she does not capitalize on this, she's going to drop the fucking bag. No, no, no. And no, no, no. she's going to like fuck her shit up. Trust me. The capitalization is already done. Yeah. The contracts, the documents, everything's been signed. This was all... The fact that we had the documentary with her in her prison outfit and while she was in jail being filmed with the crew mm-hmm. and everything, everything that's happening now was planned nine months ago. So that there's there's no dropping the bag. There's no dropping the bag here. There's no Bobby Altoff, Drake interview, whatever, whatever. Like it's it's a situation where where she goes next, mm-hmm. like the fact that she's like, I'm in New York city. I'm in times square. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, what, like, what is, like, what is, like, what is this right here? Like what, it, like this, this video is for gypsy Rose only. If you're not gypsy Rose, keep scrolling. Right 
okay, Gypsy, I picked out the perfect house for you and Ryan. First things first, you need a security gate with a very long driveway. And nothing says love better in Louisiana than two matching pickup trucks. Okay, let's move to the kitchen. Here's a huge refrigerator stocked with Dr. Pepper for you and Ryan. I know you're a new cook, but here's a perfect stovetop. And you're going to need this home theater to show all your family and friends the documentary. Okay. And Ryan like- can watch wrestling on the big tube as well. Let's get to the important stuff. You know you need a king-size bed to keep it spicy. Might I suggest a mirror on the ceiling? We're checking in with you. Stop! Stop! Stop. Like, I'm not even going to finish it. Like, it's clear that Barbara's team, Barbara Carr, multi-billionaire Barbara, real estate mogul, shark tank, this woman has no business. She has nothing to do with Gypsy Rose. But it is blatantly clear that her team... Watch the documentary, watch the interviews, found out everything that she needed to know about Gypsy and Ryan and mm-hmm. made this entire TikTok. And it's like, bro, what do we do? What? Who are we? It's like, ah, I get yeah. it. Like yeah. for you to say that us talking about it is clickbait and a grab for views or whatever. Yeah, you goddamn <laughs> right it is. But for Barbara Cohen the real estate mogul, multi-millionaire, shark tank investor, businesswoman, entrepreneur, female, Barbara, New York City. Mm-hmm. What's she doing talking about Gypsy and Ryan? Like, what do we, it's weird now. Yeah, it's it's so weird. weird. It's a train that everyone's taught that like, it's just, it's, 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 uh, it's crazy. So, all right, we watched that video. Let's get into some viral. I found some viral clips for us to react to. Okay. This one. Are you familiar with a thousand pound sisters? I am not because Megs won't talk to me about them because it freaks her out. So the thousand pound sisters are a, uh, it's Tammy. It's Tammy and her sister, um, TLC thousand pound sisters. It's Tammy and, um, fuck. Uh, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. What's her name? What's her name? I can't remember her name. I don't even know their names. Tammy and, uh, well, fuck it. Her name's not important, dude. I it's, like Google's not Google's not even showing me your name. So, anyways, the Thousand Pound Sisters—they're on. T- it's a TLC show. You know, TLC. We're yeah. not learning anymore on the on the Learning Channel. And so we're just doing reality TV. They weighed so much weight. They're like six hundred pounds each. And so, for season one five years ago, it, they've been on forever because they went viral over COVID. So now we've got like eighteen seasons on TLC. They each weighed 600 pounds. Now they each weigh like 200 pounds, but most of it's just skin. Yeah. And so now, so now that we've gotten the surgeries, the Ozempics, the thousand pounds off, we've, we're, we're now, uh, channeling our inner, um, we're now channeling our inner, uh, Kardashian. These two, as you can see, as you can see here, this is one of them. Uh, just, um, just off of that yeah. quick, like, sure. I guess, uh, thumbnail. Or Let me anything. get your opinion before we even start the video. Why does she look like the hunchback of Notre Dame? Ooh, that's good. That's a good reference. That's a good, 
I wouldn't have made it. I'm not a fan of that movie, but I see, I see it. She looks like the hunchback. I'm pretty sure it's the, the hunchback, hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunch. There we go. Images. I think he he also has red hair, right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's good. It's good. That was great. Where even is it? Did I lose it? <gasps> I think. You, oh, there it is. There it is. Hunchback of Notre Dame. The red hair. The red hair. The map. Oh. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to hell. So, okay, this is a clip. They, this is the point in their journey where they've lost the majority of their weight. They're still kind of big. You know, we're yeah. not going to get into the whole weight loss thing. It's fine. It is what it is. Condition, their choice, whatever. They drink 18 liters of Coke a day and wonder why they're fat. It's fine. Don't, we're not going to talk about it. So, but this and- is just, this is a new, just listen. When was the last time that you had a period? Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck. I am so sorry. I forgot to preface a little PSA warning. The reason we're at the doctors is because Tammy hasn't had her period and she's late. Her period's late. You know what I mean? It can only mean a few things, but basically her period's late and she's trying to find out why. I apologize. I didn't pre-reference that. Last time that you had a period. You don't remember. Okay. Um, Maybe a slight chance I'm going to be pregnant Really? And why do you say that? They crave weird things that I'm not... Pregnancy cravings, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now you crave it. Like water. Well, you crave water. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, you ain't pregnant, you're thirsty. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't pregnant. You're thirsty. Oh. In the history oh. of white women, how many white women have ever craved water God while they were? Damn. Oh, that I, I give all credits to, to that doctor because that doctor looked like she wanted to she say said, something. The doctor's like, the doctor's like, what? Wait, no, no period. Yeah. Cravings. Holy shit. I'm fig- I'm on to it. And she's like, well, what? Like what? Like pickles and ice cream? Yeah. Like peanut butter and sardines? Like what do we, what kind of like what's different from your previous and the diet currently? Water. It's been a lot of water. <laughs> so her sister Just, her no. sister who's in the same situation. She's like, bitch, you're not fucking The response from the sister was great. But you're not <laughs> thirsty, bitch. <laughs> the doctor looked like she was just got hit with like a reboot. Yeah. She's trying to process oh, no, no, everything. She has yeah. no idea. No, no, no. Because that's the thing. So this this is the thing with this reality show. This isn't the first doctor these girls have been to. They go through multiple doctors because every time they go to the doctor, it's something new. Yeah. Like these doctors, they're like, they're like, Doc, I'm 600 pounds. I've got a condition. I really want to lose weight. My goal is like 250, 200, whatever. I, I need to lose like 400 pounds, whatever. Yeah. Like I, I think I'm think I'm a candidate for surgery. And then the doctor's like, well, okay, all right, let me just see. We got your weight here and your height and everything else going on. Okay, let me see. You just ask him preliminary question. What's your diet like? Let me just get something. Is it like once a day, twice? What are we doing? Okay. And she's like, well, for breakfast, you know, we'll make a whole pack of eggs, bacon, a chocolate cake, and six liters of soda. 
And then for lunch, we'll probably, we're out and about. We got to run errands. We're busy. So we're going to hit McDonald's. We'll get number two, three, and four just to go. Yeah. And then it's like, and the doctor's like, okay, why don't we try cutting back on some of the sodium? And it's like, you know what I mean? It's just like, and then every time they think they're a candidate for the surgery, they go and they're like, well, did you stop eating Big Macs? And she's like, I had one last week. <laughs> And the doctor's like, well, we can't give you the fucking surgery, bitch. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? It's just like, it's so, but now obviously like they've just become, they're just TikTok stars now. It's like yeah. everything's, the shock factor's gone. And it's like, bitch, you're craving water. <laughs> no, so my new, here's some new ones. This, this is a group, this is four videos we're going to watch. Now, this is a new category on TikTok, okay? The account doesn't have a lot of followers. This is something one of my comedian friends put me on to. Mm -hmm. And the category, I'm curious if you've ever heard of it, it's called Bums versus Drones. Okay? I have not heard of this. Now, I'm curious now. You're probably along the sides of Justin in, 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 in the generation of, like, bum fights, right? Yeah. You go up to bums, you pay them $20 each, and they fight each other, okay? Yeah. They're smarter than that now. They're okay. evolving. They're evolving, <laughs> right? They've yeah. got they've got you know females in their lives to be like, hey, you shouldn't be fighting for money, kind of thing. Yeah. So now what we're doing is we're taking our drones into the homeless person's camp, and we're just seeing what the, some people like are on drugs and they're interacting with it. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers are throwing rocks, and so it's just a new kind of TikTok algorithm that I've been on, and um. So like this one here, you know, we don't need the audio really, but um, oh, he, this guy, he's got three rocks. Oh, he's picking up more. Literally everything that this man owns. He's trying to find out what stuff he can sacrifice here. He needs this. He needs that. Oh, there's a stick. Oh, uh, almost got it. Almost got. It. Fell. Fell. <laughs> oh, oh. Almost took down his whole. That camp took him three weeks to build, and now he's pit. <sighs> so close so close honestly so close so this this is what i don't know who has the drone i don't know who's behind the drone clearly probably somebody yeah. in california because it's most homeless are there but it's just like these are the people and so here's this one this one is uh oh this one we've um we've interrupting oh. what looks like a wedding reception I was just about to say that. Why did it look like they're having some makeshift It's a wedding, wedding. reception. Yeah. We've got the drone in. This isn't an actual... The officiant's getting pissed. He sees it right there. Well, if you look, <laughs> look at him. Look, he sees it. He noticed what's going on. He sees it. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> We're in the middle of the wedding reception. Shout out to those people trying to find love in, in a crazy situation. Now, like, was, that one, was that one... Was that one a random drone or was that one that one was the videographer they probably hired they probably, probably. hired a videographer yeah. and this was just their <laughs> wedding film <laughs> and what's this is this uh oh this is the second this is the second one this is a, uh a part two okay this is the same thing is this literally the same video i just clicked on i think it might be yeah, no this is a different uh, shot no different no no angle. the officiant's not it's a different angle these homeless people <laughs> had enough budget in their wedding planning to have two videographers. <laughs> they had two different Bro. drone angles. 
If listen, if the homeless can afford to have a videographer at their wedding, so can you. Contact Sparks Entertainment today. There you go. Listen, here's one more. What's this one? Oh, th this is another. Okay, what? <laughs> what is it about homeless people dancing together? Is it is it just something that when you're homeless on like horse tranquilizer or cocaine or whatever heroin you can get your hands on bath salts, bath yeah. salts, Florida, yeah, whatever the yeah. whatever drugs Florida people these people were off in Florida. Do you know this person? You probably know I've one probably of these people. I've probably seen them around. You've probably yeah. seen them around. You walked into the gas station. What do you guys have down there? Wawa or Sheets? Or what's your gas station? Wawa, Circle K, 7-Eleven. Circle K, Wawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This in is definitely Florida. somebody that hangs out at a, at a Circle K you've at like seen, 3 in the morning. You've seen these people. Let's see what song they're dancing to. Hold on. That's true love right there. Last night, we let the tranquilizer talk. We didn't know what we were doing, but we did it all. In the parking lot of 7-Eleven, we danced, and we got it on behind the dumpster at the... It's just... <laughs> Yo. Bums, Bums and Drones. That's the name of the account. Bums and the letter N, Drones. Bums and Drones. Check it out. It's it's probably one of my new... It's my new obsession. It's my new obsession. Dude, I don't want to hear any any other person complain about paying a videographer for their wedding. When if bums can afford a whole ass drone for their makeshift wedding at like behind some you know, some CVS or something, do you know how many times I try to get people to get a wedding video done? Oh, I I'm can like, imagine, dude. You need to spend this money on your. This is your wedding. Yeah, you need a video. And they're like, no, unfortunately, the budget, we can't afford it. My mom's paying for the whole thing. She can't afford it. We hear all that. We've heard all these ah, video. I've got a friend with an iPhone. I've got a GoPro. I can't afford whatever the excuse for not having yeah. a wedding video. It is. The homeless people of Florida can afford a <laughs> wedding, a wedding uh, video who has a drone license, by the way, exactly. someone who can operate a drone. You can't find that in every other wedding videographer in Pennsylvania, let alone a fucking Florida. There you go. That's all I'm talking about. We've got a new freestyle. Here's the last one. New freestyle. Oh, okay. Shit. Coming straight out of. I'm an island boy. I'm just island boys. The Island Boys are back. I'm an island boy. Hold up. I think I made it. I'm an island boy. To the top where I'm going, yeah. I'm an island boy. What do you say? Stargate what I'm doing, yeah. Oh, I don't want to play no games. And you know oh, here what we I'm really on. And don't you call me on my phone. I'm really in my zone. And all these hoes really love me. I said I'll never fall. Because I'm part of bro old code. You know I'm on that gang shit. You know I'm a gangster at the end of the day. So what you bang? Because I'm the island boy. You're that like a boy, my man. I put my vest on, yeah. Oh, I'm an island boy. And I'm just. Is it just me or is there another conversation going on in the background? Yeah, is there for a sure. conversation going on in the background? For sure. We're trying to just freestyle. How is it that your freestyle oh, has the same bass every time? Did the Island Boys, is it just. Dude. <laughs> are they from Florida? They're yeah, from Florida, they, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. They are. I think oh, they were from, uh, was it Listen, either Palm, Palm Beach or. 
Here's Fort Lauderdale. You you put on your thing as a topic for this episode, Florida shenanigans. And I was like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. I got to fucking figure this out. I was like, let me just skip it this time. And if we get into it, we get into it. And then I sh- nonchalantly, <laughs> without even thinking yeah. about it, put this on the list. It'll I forgot they around, were from Fl- So they're yeah. from Florida. And this is just what we can expect. Is this the top? Is this the peak of Florida rap and freestyle? What other uh, freestyle? Do we have other rappers coming out of Florida than I, the Island Boys? I don't know, man. Like Island Boys, they they might be they might be up there. You know, they they recently got booed off the of stage, but you know that's that's all fine. That's all dandy. No, nah. no, 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 no. Recently, that was like was it, no I'm, the 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 timeline of the Island Boys are like the first freestyle, which was basically this. Yeah. Then they went viral on TikTok. And then because of that virality, they got booked at clubs and appearances or whatever. That's where they got booed off stage because like cl- the club that just paid them a hundred grand to be there yeah. for the night was like, you have to perform. Yeah. And like, what are we going to perform? And they're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> the song that you yeah. did, the song, the freestyle. And then they're like, okay. And then they get up on the stage and like, we're at. Miami nightclub, it's the ILM boys. And like, you can only imagine that they're getting booed right off two yeah. seconds there. I could have sworn they got booed off recently and too. The, did they? I, I, I don't know. I've seen, the last, I've seen something about the it. The last thing I saw before this video was them, they, they have the, the they have an OnlyFans. The brothers are like making yeah. out on OnlyFans or something or whatever. I don't. Talk about following bro code. We just got it. You're all right. <laughs> I mean, oh. but it's just like the fact that they're, we're just. Can we, why is, why is it that every freestyle from the Island Boys isn't in the studio? Why are we always outside of the studio? There's, yeah. we're either in a hot tub or there's a conversation going on. And like halfway through, little buddy's like, oh, this shit's hard. <laughs> like, it's as if for the first 30 seconds of the freestyle, he was like, okay, it's just another fucking Island Boys video. Yeah. I don't know. But then he's like, oh, wait a minute. This actually sounds, like a two out of ten. I said I'll never fall cause I'm proud of bro Oko. You know Oko. You know I'm against that in the day. Right. So what you bang? Cause I'm the island boy. Oh, that shit is hard. Oh. I put my best on yeah. My man said that shit hard. And like his brother right beside him just like, oh man. Oh. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. That's, but it's fun. Bad. At the end of the day, that's all we have. Yeah. Like, who else do we have? What are we waiting on? Another Drake album? I know the Drake. I know the oh, Drake. He's the number one. Whatever. Dude, listen. Uh, what's coming out this year? GTA 6. Excited? You're the Dude. gamer. You're the only one I can talk about this with. Are we I'm, Are we streaming GTA 6 the day it comes out? I'm, I'm going to try to stream GTA 6. It's... Dude, I'm... There's, there's so many things going on with GTA 6 that I'm like... Eh, on uh-huh but like what like the fact that um so i don't know if you know this but uh t-pain actually got he's in yeah he's in the he game. can't even talk about it yeah he can't even talk about gta 6 because he's in the game yes hell and, yeah and he um he was streaming the uh, gta 5 roleplay shit uh-huh, uh-huh. but he had to stop because he got right. in the game right only to find out that rockstar contracted the the company that is hosting the role play to be able to put it in gta 6 so 
and there's also like so some. So it's not T Pain. It's just the company. Or T Pain's going to be in it, but there's a separate company that handles like the online role play servers. And T Pain was working with that company, and then he had to stop because he is in the actual game. I see. And the other thing that I'm not really liking about GTA Six is this. Now this might be rumors. I don't know for sure, but. Um, Rockstar has gone on records that they want to charge more for the game. Well, I heard, I heard they were, I heard they wanted to, uh, charge for like online. Yes. Like by like the minute or something crazy, but like, obviously that I'm sure that won't happen, but I I don't think so either, but but, now they're requiring, um, their subscription service. Okay. Which is like probably gonna be like 20 bucks a month, which is sub from Xbox live PlayStation online. Right. And then on top of that, they want you to pay for the full price of the game, which is now $70 games are not $60 anymore. No. Well, I'm $70. I'm surprised it's not a hundred. Yeah. That's what they want to charge. GTA five, bro. I I loaded it up on a PS three. Yeah. And we're on a PS five. So like for them to like, Oh, here's this game that came out 10 years ago for the same price as it was then mm-hmm. I can only imagine how much money they've lost. Now I know how much money they've made, but like, sure. If you can make an instant $30 million off the original nut because you charge in 70 instead of 60 yeah, and then set that president standard for the rest of the gaming industry. Yeah. It fucks us. But why should we give a shit when Rockstar is making a billion dollars on year a year on GTA yeah, exactly. Five when it came out ten years ago? Let alone GTA Six. Yeah, the way that I see it, either way, Rockstar is going to get their money one way or another. Yeah, whether it be through the um, mm-hmm. GTA Online or the mm-hmm. actual main game. Mm-hmm. I know this game is going to be big because it's supposed to be bigger than GTA Five in terms yeah. of the map, but it's just the the shady business practices that I'm not like falling behind because yeah. there's a lot of companies um that are doing shady business practices when it comes to game development ea being a notorious one and also um ubisoft like as in why uh, i don't think of i don't as in what like microtransactions microtransactions or and online use online or, use so but a couple, I, I thought i thought fortnite broke all that i thought fortnite yeah. created the free model with if you want this skin you don't need yeah. it you don't need to pay to be number one to win a match but if yeah. you do you do and that's obviously people do yeah I, I thought that was where we're at fortnite did do a lot of great things especially with a lot of the collaborations yeah. like i'm surprised fortnite has lasted as long as it ha- it has mm-hmm. but like for example, EA a couple of years ago when Star Wars Battlefront Two came out, mm-hmm. they were having microtransaction loot boxes and and things of that nature. But the chances of getting anything super rare were minuscule, like I think less than one yeah. percent. And there was a lot of kind of I believe legal issues at the time too. Yeah, behind that. Yeah, because it's essentially gambling. Right, you're paying so much money. CS:GO Lotto. Yeah, was the biggest. It's exactly. Right. 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 right so right. and they got popped for scam and like just yeah, it wasn't. EA you. did too, and they had to change the whole entire uh-huh. game uh-huh. because um, I think it was to unlock Darth Vader. It required you to play over a hundred plus hours mm-hmm. just to be able to grind it out without paying for it. Right. So right. shit like that's crazy, and that's why I like Baldur's Gate three. Okay. Yeah. That and game. what do you do? I don't know anything about games except for Mario sixty four. What do you do? What is that game? Baldur's Gate is that, three. Is that another like? It's another RPG. Shoot 'em up it's or a, no? Yeah. No. It's a it's an RPG game, and it's basically Dungeons and Dragons that you can play by yourself. I'm sorry. 
You're absolutely right. No, when Boulder Skate 3 came out, yes. a few of my PokeTubers played it together. And yes, it's a Dungeon and Dra it's it's Dungeon and Dragons in video game yes. form, not the board game. Yep. Right. Yes, that's right. Yes, I do know that. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. Um, okay, right. Yes, it's yes. Because as soon as it did and everyone hopped on live, I, I think I texted a few people. and was like, yeah. should I be playing Boulder Skate with you guys? Because it seems fun. And, but, okay. Interesting. Right. And so that, and like you're into, I've only ever played like a Dungeons and Dragons match. Like for yeah. one time, one night it was with a work thing. The one girl was into it and she was like, let's play it. Maybe we'll play it once a month or something. Cause it'll last mm. for like 18 years, this one game or whatever. Yeah. And I, it, you can just, in the simplest of terms, Dungeons and Dragons, you, you pretty much do whatever you want and it doesn't end. And you can just, based on what you decide to do, you roll the dice. And like, if you roll this, this happens. If you roll this, this, it's a bunch of if else statements, right? Yeah. That's yeah. basically what it comes down to is a okay. bunch of if else statements. Mm -hmm. Um, games can last a very long time, depending who's going to yeah. be the dungeon master. Right. For example, my game that I run with a group of military vets, we've been playing for about maybe four five years now okay but then what okay but then what is what is then for your game mm -hmm. not talking about anyone else's what is the end is there an end or no there there will be an end there will be yes. so so the answer to my question is no there is not yeah. an end right now right now no because you don't know what like what it takes to win so how Basically. will you when and there's no telling when you'll figure that out it really just comes down to like people scheduling because okay. the reason why games take so long is trying to get people in the same room. Okay. And sometimes, you know, life happens, right. people can't make it. So things get pushed okay. back. So the more games that you play, the faster things go. Sure. And it's really on just till you defeat the final boss. Right. Okay. But see, now you've set, here's the issue. You've just now given me two yeah. options. Either because you said before, you don't know when it'll end. Yeah. And now you've just said it'll end when you beat the final boss. Yeah. The final boss is like the end goal of like the game. In every match yeah. of, 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 of Dungeons and Dragons, whether it be going for three days, three years, or six months, or however long yours has been going, the, the end goal is to beat the boss. Yeah. Okay. It really, again, it depends who's the person telling the story. And how they want the story to go. So if you just want something quick, a, a okay. game can just go one one session. So if I'm the dungeon master. Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been playing? Uh, yeah, about six years now. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Six years. So I'm the dungeon master. We're getting together next week. We're all here. Yeah. We're playing. It's been six years. I'm kind of done. Because it's been six years. Yeah. You roll a three, and then it's up to me to say, oh, shit, you just rolled a three. That means you're fighting the final boss. And, like, I could just, that would be it. Yeah, it can game. happen. Yeah, it could so, definitely happen. Okay. So whoever the dungeon master is of each game, does that change from time to time? Is it you one week, then the next week? Or is it just from the beginning, you are it, and then that's it? From the beginning, you are the dungeon master until that story is finished. Okay. And then if somebody else wants to pick up, then they can be the dungeon master. But, but the first dungeon master story doesn't end with beating the final boss. 
doesn't have to unless they they want oh to. Oh my fucking god! It's so that's why to. that's the beauty of Dungeons and Dragons. So like the story can continue if right. the dungeon master wants to just keep adding bullshit onto the end. So basically, what you're saying is. Dungeons and Dragons is the same thing as Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. Exactly. You never fucking know. Like, you could wake up tomorrow <laughs> and an atomic bomb could hit your house. Basically. So, the chances of that happening and the chances of whatever the fuck is going to happen during your six-year run of Dungeons and Dragons, the same game, are yeah. the same. Exactly. Is what you're saying. Yeah. That's, I think... <laughs> The new definition of insanity. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the craziest thing is... Something. Why would you want to go... Like, can okay, just try to help me understand. Why would I be excited of next week going down... Okay, oh, here we go. We're playing this board game. It's been six and a half years. How do I get excited after six and a half years of every fucking week playing the same game with the same characters and the same people and whatever would... How do you get excited for it? Yeah. Not knowing if it's going to be the end or what I, I'm it's, just trying to understand. It's more just about the people that you play with. Right. So, okay. yeah. It. So Got if it. you enjoy being around these, these people, group of people for the same amount of time every, like, let's say week or so, right. Right. then it makes it exciting. Cause you know, you're a guy, you're bullshitting around, you're having fun. Got it. Sometimes during Got the it. game, some, somebody might be doing some dumb shit. Right. So it, it, it's just all about hanging with okay. know, the right group of people. Okay. I got it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. And that, so that's what, that's what playing Dungeons and Dragons is all about. Yeah. Realizing that it's beyond the game. Yes. It's not about the game. It's about the location, the people, the situation, having exactly. fun, the time that you're not spending doing this, this or that. Okay. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's a nice little it's escape. It's a mindset. Yeah. It's an escape. It's a thing to do. Exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, to finish this off, I thought we'd play a game ourselves. All okay. Right. These questions, I'm going to be fully honest with you. These questions I stole from TikTok and I did not write down the answers. I am leaving it up to my brain from when I watched the original TikTok video to remember the answers to the questions. So you may or may not win based on my memory alone, but All it's right. basically who wants to be a millionaire podcast edition. All right. So I'm going to ask you one, two, three, four, five, six, five or six questions. And we're going to add a zero every time. You'll get it once we get going. Okay. All right. For a dollar. And this isn't my money. It's someone else. I'm not going to give you a dollar. I don't know who it's Paul. You can contact Paul. I'll, I'll contact Paul. Contact Paul at Pixel and Hammer and he'll give you whatever money you win. For a dollar. What country is the Taj Mahal located in? What is India? Very good. That's it. You've won a dollar. You don't have to say what it is. You can okay. just say India. I, it's fine. There's no rule. There's no rules. I listen, I'm probably going to forget some of the answers. <laughs> the, the fact that, that I got that one, I know yeah. it's India for a fact. I remember that one. But the next one, I don't even, I'm not even sure. I haven't even read it yet. I might not even know the answer to the we'll, question. We'll see. So you've won a dollar. Congratulations. How do you feel? If I feel you great. had to spend that, what would you spend it on? Honestly, with how things are nowadays, I probably just buy like what a small thing of. Uh, Realistically, what costs a dollar now? Twenty twenty four. Honestly, not. I don't think much. Okay, here's it. I'll give you what you need to go tax whatever. Say it's a ninety nine cents item, the Dollar Tree. 
Pack of gum. Boom. Pack of gum. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. For ten dollars, we're gonna add a zero. Simone Biles. What Olympic sport is she famous for? Oh, uh, fuck. Um Oh, oh wait, wait a minute. Hold on. This is how great my memory is. I I think I wrote in wait, did I write in life? Did I write in chances? I wrote in uh lifelines. Yeah, right here. Okay, I wrote in lifelines. You have three lifelines. Holy shit. ADHD at its finest. We're bringing it back. <laughs> you either you can either pass, which means just we'll we'll forget the question and we'll move on to the next one. You automatically get yeah. it right. You can ask me, and by all means, even though I wrote the questions, like I said, I wrote them yesterday, so Lord knows if I remember the answers. Gotcha. Or you have a double guess. So if your guess is wrong, we can come back and you can give me a second guess. And if that's right, we can move on. So you have three lifelines. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that. Uh, for 10, it's only the $10 question. <laughs> yeah. Simone Biles. Think Fuck. Olympics. Like the main number one thing. Olympics for. It's real flexible, that Simone Biles. Gymnastics. All right, $10, you got it. Gymnastics, yes, that's what she does. She does the flips and the things and things. For $100, what do raisins start out as? What is grapes? There it is. $100, look at you, cruising. You don't even need a lifeline. I shouldn't even <laughs> give you the fucking lifeline. I gave you too yeah. much of a hint is what I did. I gave you too much of a hint on the Simone Biles. I should have yes. made you use a fucking life. Fuck I, I, you. I was going to Fuck use you, <laughs> you're not getting any more hints. Fuck right. you, it's my podcast. Bet, bet. $1,000. <laughs> What country was the sport slash game of golf first played? I didn't know this when I knew it, but I know the answer now, and it makes a lot of sense. What country? Uh, it's not a, a fuck you. I'll give you one more hint. I just said uh, I wasn't gonna. It's not ours. It's not the United States. What country? You may use a lifeline. You may ask the host, or you may use a double guess. Golf. What country? I'm gonna use a double guess. Okay. So. I'm so excited for this. I want to say Germany. Germany is not the answer. Ah, uh, fuck. Um, you could use an. It, can you use another lifeline? I, I don't think can I you can do that. I don't um, know. fuck it. Um, if listen, if you get one golf. wrong, we're going to continue anyway, so it doesn't matter. Golf, Just, golf, 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 golf. Okay. Uh, Netherlands. Ooh, Netherlands. That's interesting. I might give you, I'm just, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take your pass away. Okay. Okay. So you've only got one. One left. One left. Ask the host. It's fine. Scotland. Scotland. Yes. Scotland. God. Interesting, Damn. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, expect yeah, yeah. that. Shit. Okay. 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 For $10,000. And this one comes with a hint because it's $10,000. What is the largest bird on the planet? Take your mind off of anything, like like if you walk outside and see a bird. Yeah. Think of like the largest bird on the planet. I know you know it. I know you've seen one. Ten thousand dollars. Don't think bird. And if you know where to go, like you've never seen this bitch flying in the sky. In anywhere, ever, whether no, whether you live in this country or any other country, but it's still technically a bird. Penguins. I. That's it. 
<sighs> I will use your pass. It's a uh, an ostrich. Ostrich. Mm-hmm. Ah, damn. I yeah, get, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, don't know why, why I'm I thinking don't albatross. Think bird, don't think bird. Don't think bird. Uh, okay, well, for the $100,000 question, I put the answer on the screen that you can clearly read. So congratulations, you just won $100,000. In which year did Serena Williams win her first Grand Slam? Uh, which was 1999. Okay, here we go. For a million dollars, you can't use your... Fuck this whole game up. You can't use any. You can't use any of your things because your last one left is "Ask the Host," and I yeah. I only know half of them. What are the names of Kanye and Kim's kids' names? Shit, I only know know of North. There you go. That's one. There's North. What kind of fucking random like kids' name would fucking Kanye use? There's North. I was gonna say blanket, but that's fucking Michael Jackson. Um. I mean, doesn't he has like three kids, doesn't he? Four. Four. I think. I don't. I I I can't figure this one out because the only relevant one is North. Um. So yeah. No, you're right. It's uh, Kanye and kids. Kanye and Kim's kids. It's uh. Yeah, four kids: North, Saint, Chicago, and Song. Northwest, St. Yeah. West, Chicago West, which I'm pretty sure was a brand deal for the TV show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, leave it to Kanye to name his kids Chicago and St. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Like, yeah. No, I think it's uh yeah. No, those yeah. names are uh we haven't uh we haven't seen uh North I think North is the one everyone knows. She's yeah. the oldest, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think I just talked about her last week. Yeah, North is the Saint Chicago and Psalm. Yeah, Kanye pulled uh Michael Jackson with that, naming his kid. Because I know Michael what are Jackson. Michael Jackson's kids' names. I know one of them is like Prince. I think the other one is named mm-hmm. Blanket. Hold on. Michael Jackson's kids? Michael oh, yeah. Jackson's children are Paris oh. Michael, Catherine Jesus Jackson, Christ. Prince Michael Jackson the II, and is Prince this? Michael Jackson. Okay, Google, thank <laughs> you. Holy shit, wasn't expecting that to happen. Okay, so Prince and all that other shit. Yeah. Listen, uh, yeah, I mean, Kim and Kanye's kids. Solid trivia question, though. Solid trivia question. I don't think anyone knows, uh, I don't think anyone knows uh, those names here. But, um, so yeah, man. Uh, so let's, uh, yeah, we've been going for two hours. Let's wrap this up. Let's go. What, um, what do you have? Any advice, any goals? What's your, what are your goals for 2024? Goals for 2024. I am trying to get this surgery so I can, uh, you know, lose a a good bit of weight. Yeah. That is going to help me with some of my other goals where I'm trying to get a blue belt in jujitsu. Okay. So this year I'm going to be training my ass off. Okay. Just for the fuck of it. What? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, trying to put out more content because yeah. I, you know, it's economy's crazy. You got to do what you got to do to you know try to make. how much content I put out last year? Yeah. We're not even going to talk about it. I know you know. Yeah. It is, it's, it, and it's, and there's zero to show for it. And so like <laughs> literally I'm hoping double, double that amount will yeah. be is up there. Yeah. I'm my, my plan for this year is I'm definitely doing one, but I maybe two. Maybe two new podcasts alongside this one, both weekly. Yeah. So like triple the output or at least 
whatever it is. All the content in the world, man. It just, yeah. No, content's the way to go. I think, um, yeah, maybe, honestly, with maybe with your help. Maybe, are you are you a movie fan? Do you like movies? What's the, yeah. what's the last movie you watched? The last movie movies? that I seen was probably The Nun 2. I, I love horror The Nun 2. You love yeah. horror? Okay. I love You're horror. You're a movies. horror guy. Right, 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 right. Okay. The only issue is there's about 97 million horror movie yeah. fucking podcasts out there. So I want to I wanna desperately start just a overall movie podcast. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could do that together. We'll we'll talk it out. We'll talk yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, uh, but I'm sorry. So, okay. Losing weight to then better be better at jujitsu. Yes. Is that is that what's limiting? Are you doing jujitsu now? And the yeah. weight is limited. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm doing jujitsu now. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm going like two or three times a week. Okay. Um, but I know once I lose a good bit of weight, that's going to help me out tremendously yeah, from sure. being mobile and. Right. Um, being more flexible and, and okay. stuff of, of that nature. Yeah. But also trying to put on a lot more content, trying to do as much as I can to better myself than how I was in the last four years when I was living sure. in Florida. Sure. Um, yeah. Because from my understanding, uh, it was your your journey in Florida was, you know, personal, physical, yeah. whatever kind of discovering kind of, yeah. but also a very at times dark and at times light mental yes. process. Right. So right now that we're out of that, we're out of that environment. We're back here. It's a little easier now. So hopefully Definitely. we can. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm in a better place now. Good. I'm going to be working my fucking ass off to re- undo a lot of the wrongs that happened in the last cu- couple of years yep. and just be in a better fucking place. I'm trying to catch up to a lot of people in terms of like goals. I've yep. been watching like you, for example, watching a lot of my other friends just fucking smash their goals. And I'm trying to be on that same fucking level. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think you can, uh, a bit of a device from it is that you can assume that people like me and the people that you're watching are watching others to accomplish the same goals. What are the belts in jujitsu? I don't listen. I don't know if you know this, but I'm the youngest on the entire planet. I'm the youngest could have been black belt ever. Okay. I was in karate. I had one, I was one piece of electrical black tape away on my brown belt to becoming a black belt. And then my parents got divorced and it was all gone. So it's fine. But like, what are the, are you, are you in how, where are you on your jujitsu journey? I'm still a white belt, which is the beginning, Uh, right? Yeah. Very beginning. After that, it comes blue belt, then Mm -hmm. purple belt, then brown belt Mm -hmm. then black belt. Mm -hmm. I don't ever foresee myself getting to black belt just because that's somebody that's going to be dedicating their lives to jujitsu you know, training for 10 plus years. And yeah, I'm, I'm just doing this for the meeting people. Also the exercise that comes from it. Yeah. 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 I think that's, um, I think that's a, uh, right. That's another thing too. exercise this year and, yeah. and getting back into it and getting that health up. Uh, and that's, uh, it's, it, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like oh, going to the gym, yeah. your new year's <laughs> resolution. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's, that's it. When you go into the gym once a day, once a week for 30 to 60 minutes and, you know, not eating terribly will significantly shift yeah. what you're feeling there because of everything else that they're pumping into our food and yeah. biotics and shit like that. Uh, Jeff, 
thank you so much for coming here today. Thank you so yes, much sir. for making the trip, coming in studio. Uh, do you have anything to plug, me. anything to tell people, anything to get off your um, chest, what you want people to know, what do you want to say? Go for it. Honestly, just keep tuning into the What Are We Doing podcast. It's fun. It's, you know, satirical. It's, it's funny. It's, it's a good time. It's a really good time. And also, I'll be creating more content here and there. So, yeah, just stay tuned. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, check us out. Like I said, uh, go to wanpod.com backslash YouTube for everything you need. That's where we're at. That's where we live. That's what we're focused on. W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com backslash Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. And of course, you can go to the same URL, wadpod.com backslash links, L-I-N-K-S, for all of our other channels, audio, video, social, merch, products, everything you need to succeed in life. Please show our friend Jeff some love on his various social media platforms. Everything will be linked down below. Give him a round of applause and a like for joining us here on this episode. Uh, Shout out to you guys. We'll see you next week, and I hope you enjoyed it. Peace out, everybody. See you next time. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.